Hello, hello. Welcome back. It is March. It is the <laughs> season of the Aries. And what's new? Yeah, yeah. What is new? Um, I mean, Cadence started AA today, so... <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to have a comment, but that, that was cool. I I thought so. I thought so. And um, the AA meeting did not go well because she's already drinking. So. (laughs) Yep. Guys, it's a real problem for me. Um, I know. I know. Actually, so long story short, I spent the last four days traveling around doing birthday festivities and in Oklahoma City, I ran into a fan of the podcast. She said she loves it. It was so random. Uh, oh so shout out to her. It yeah. was uh, really exciting. I got a little uncomfortable being... I wasn't like personally recognized, but once I said right. what I did, then she was like, oh my gosh, yeah, totally, I get it. So it was cool. so funny. It was really Yeah, I love that. You know, I love that, like, people somewhat local are, you know, not only following the podcast, but listening to the podcast and can recognize. So it's so cool. So cool. And we have a bit of a corrections corner as well. So I don't even think we should correct it. I just think, you know what? Fuck it. We are who we are. And we never, ever, ever said that we were... um, you know, let's just say you know, this, like guys. Historians. If you're coming here looking for facts, you found the wrong podcast. We are here for entertainment purposes only, and we say it every single time. But no, it. Uh, we do. Cheers we like to, to that. Make up words. We like to make up history. I mean, we try, yes. but yeah, only human. We are only human. So, yeah. yeah. So that that's all I've really got. <laughs> that's all I really got too. Should we just like jump right in? Let let's Are do it. Ready? What what is your something spiked? Okay, my something spiked is uh good old all these uh Riesling. So land uh, yeah. shut. It's so good. It's only like, yeah, and it's only like seven bucks a bottle. It's from Germany. It's a pretty good Riesling. What is yours? Well, I'm repping our merch today. Um, And I'm just going easy with a vodka soda. So Okay. Okay. So vodka soda it is and wine. Yes. Yep. All right. And... Yeah. Drinking word, or are we just going to sip along? Um, You know, for this one, I say we just sip along. Because That's kind of what I was thinking. There wouldn't, yeah, there wouldn't really be a good drinking word, you know, that goes yeah. along with the story. So, yeah, I say we just, like, sip along. Okay. Let's get into it then. All right. Uh, Disclaimer. So our videos and podcasts are for entertainment purposes. All information discussed was found on the Internet. Keep in mind, we will talk all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences, viewer and listener discretion is advised. 
So, so so excited for this story. It's my first time hearing about it, but I went on like a YouTube deep dive today. Your first time? Yeah, but I wasn't living in Missouri when this happened. True, true. You weren't. So, I mean, but you were relatively close, but yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, friends of the pod, we are talking about a Springfield, Missouri local named Diane Stott, aka the Stott Family Murders, aka the Antifreeze Murders. So, again, all of this happened. And good old the 417 Springfield, Gosh. Missouri. I feel like and, there's so many crazies in Springfield. Like you've got these yeah. people, you had that recent yeah. murder, and then you had the Gypsy Rose, which like blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I know. So. There, it's just, it's kind of wild here because, you know, it's in the middle of a Bible belt, but then people kind of get away from that and. It, do math. The story, yeah, math. This story is wild, friends, wild. So, we aren't doing a drinking word, um, just because this is a short, sinister story, and there really wouldn't be a good word to use. But, yeah, um, this is gonna blow your fucking mind. Nice. Diane, Diane Stott was born. April 5th, 1962. Cadence, she's a motherfucking Aries. That was not planned at all. Surprise! No way! Yes. Yes. Oh, shit. What perfect timing. I know. Is that not wild? That's crazy. It's fake. Wild. Absolutely. I know. I know. It really is. It's so weird because... I'm like, what in the world? This wasn't even planned. But, yeah. April 5th, 1962. She was a mother and wife. Um, And in 2012, she murdered her husband and her son and tried to murder her daughter as well. Um, So, murdered them one by one. And, again, there were four kids. So, the folks that were murdered, so her husband, her son, and her daughter, it took place within like a nine month period um but her husband and son died within a within five months of each other right (laughs) um sorry my dogs are playing in the background um so talking about aries and some of their traits um they are very stubborn They are hard in their ways and passionate. Um, I read that once they get something in their mind, it's hard to deter them or hard to change their mind. And I feel like that is exactly what happened with Diane. For sure. Um, Especially that last little part. Like, it was so fast. So fast. So fast. And... You know, they are a ram, so again, they are hard-headed. They're a hard-headed ram. That's just how they are. Um, They can be very, very sweet and sensitive to those that they care about the most. And you're going to hear about that in this story. So I just thought it was kind of crazy, you know, that uh, she is an Aries. Yeah, I had no idea. Mainly the things I was looking up were after the fact and like their marriage life i didn't even look at her birthday holy cow 
Yeah, surprise. So, um, Diane and Mark, obviously they were married, you know, for years. They have four children um, from oldest to youngest. It went Sean, Sarah, Rachel, and Brianna. Um, the family loved music and they loved church. Um, very deeply involved in their church. Uh, Mark was the lead singer and a guitarist of a local band here in town called Messing with Destiny. Um, so it was ironic. a, I know, I know, Messing with Destiny, poor guy. Um, but it was a like Christian bluesy, like bluesy type band. So, yeah, I uh listened to this thing, this one video, and they started off with. Here in uh, the heart of Branson, Missouri, and I'm like, whoa, first off, we are not going to try and pin this on Branson, but the reason no. why they started with that was he actually performed here a few times with yeah. um, an Aretha, a, Aretha, Aretha <laughs> Franklin impersonator. And I personally knew a lady who was uh, an impersonator of Miss Franklin's, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it was her that he wow. did, did music with. She recently passed away, but mm-hmm. I'm 99% sure when I was looking at the videos that it was her. So That it was her? But, wow. Yeah. What a small world. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just so wild. Um, so... He, like, kind of didn't really work much whenever he did. Uh, he would do, like, odd jobs, like a little bit of construction, painting, clean cleaning, and stuff like that. He mostly performed, you know, for his money. Um, Diane was a nurse, and so she was the breadwinner. Um, and, yeah, she brought in the main income, you know, for the family household. Um, it said that... She stated that Mark was lazy and that he constantly burdened the family. Um, She also said that Mark was an abusive husband, even though there's really no evidence stating that he was abusive. Um, So that's kind of the dynamic, you know, between their marriage. She also said that he was, again, a very angry person. And that whenever they would fight, he would throw things and yell and... You know, stuff like that. Um, And then she also stated that whenever he was performing, he was doing a lot of drugs and alcohol. But his toxicology report didn't show any of that. So I just think she's a lying bitch. But (laughs) Well, and they, I watched this interview with one of his bandmates. And they were like, you know, what was he like? And they said, who's a great guy? Like, just a normal, simple town guy. guy. He said they had a great family. He very much loved his family. And, again, they were super involved with the church. Yep. And they were like, well, what did you think of Diane? And he was like, well, she's the kind of neighbor I wouldn't mind having a conversation with in my driveway. Like, we weren't particularly close. Yeah. But she was a she was great. So yeah. It, it's yeah. all really, really strange. Weird. That's all really strange. It really is. Um. So, fast forward, you know, to the kids. Um, Sean was the oldest, and he was autistic. So, um, then we have another child who has special needs, uh, Brianna, the youngest. Um, it's, it's said that she had different learning disabilities. So, from dyslexia, they thought maybe she was a little autistic as well. Um, but 
for example, she was in the fourth grade leaving or reading at like a first grade, you know, reading level. Um, then we have, uh, then we have Sarah. She was the second oldest. She was actually very smart. Um, it said that she had almost a 4.0 GPA in high school and college whenever she graduated college, but, um, it, she couldn't find a job after college. So it was hard for her to, um, you know, like make friends and socialize as well. And she never worked. She lived at home still. Um, and then there's Rachel. Rachel was the second youngest, and Rachel was the favorite. So uh, Diane kind of clung on to Rachel. They were yeah. two peas in a pod. Yeah. And back to the breadwinner so. thing, uh, it was mentioned that, you know, later she talked about what a struggle it was, but it was always rumored that, or it was always said that, like, it didn't ever seem like an issue. I mean, she had... A kind of a stressful situation right. with the kids um, and like the daughter right. living at home, but it was like that was their arrangement. Like that's just how it was. Yeah. And I, I personally yeah. think that if you have, if you, it doesn't matter if it's man or woman, if, if you have that agreement in your relationship that I'm going to be the breadwinner, you chip in when you can, you take care of the kids or however you set yeah. it up. I don't think yeah. we should leave room for resentment then if that's what you guys agreed on. But Exactly. I, I mean, and that's kind of what, you know, friends and family of their of their friends and family had said. You know, they right. were like, Mark was the stay at home dad and yeah. he took care of the kids. He he cooked all the food, he did everything. He cleaned the house and that was their arrangement and Diane was one who wanted to work and so you're spot on it's like why was there so much resentment if that was the agreement right it's weird it's sad. yeah so fast forward to Easter Sunday April 8th 2012 uh, Mark died of what they thought was natural causes um, the Friday before the Sunday, he was with his band, and his bandmates stated that he was acting kind of weird, um, kind of lethargic. He was slurring his words, and he looked very yellow, and the white yeah. of his eyes were yellow. So they were like, whoa, what in the hell is going on? Um, it, it was stated that he had kind of like stumbled and almost fell to like during their practice or whatever. Um, in the police report, uh, it was noted that Mark had a red blood ring around his mouth, and that's very important because whenever we talk about Sean, the son, uh, you'll hear a little bit about that as well. But clearly, yeah. that's stating that he's throwing up vomit, or he's sorry, he's vomiting up blood, <laughs> throwing up vomit. He's throwing up his vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How well. And there was another story, too, again, this interview with his bandmate saying, like, one night, Mark just, like, walked over to his house, knocked on the door, and said, hey, I'm here to celebrate my birthday. And he said, all I could think about was the color of his skin was pure yellow. Yellow. And he seemed so out of it. And he's like, Mark yeah. didn't really drink. It's not no. like he was drunk. Um, mm -mm. Just pure yellow skin. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. It was wild. It was wild. Yeah. So, uh, poor Mark died shortly after Mark's death. Uh, their pastor, Jeff Sippy, uh, again, he was the pastor of their church, tipped off the police. 
Um, he said, quoted, there was nothing in me that I believed that this was of natural cause. I didn't believe that he died of a stroke, heart attack, or even in a sleep. I didn't. There's nothing scientific. There's nothing professional about my observation, but my first words were, no way. He did not just die. So, you know, he decided to tip off the police, but the police didn't wow. do anything about it. Yeah, because they didn't really find anything suspicious, and you'll kind of hear why in uh, in a moment. Yeah, it's so, been good for him. Yeah. And that kind of tells me, too, that maybe, well, and we'll probably, I'm sure you're going to touch on, like, the wife later, but it's like, you know, she clearly didn't have this squeaky clean reputation or, like, vibe no. about her for your pastor to contact the police the police exactly exactly so uh fast forward to june 2013 um oh sorry no i went way off um fast forward to five months later september 2012 sean uh the oldest son and the oldest child died um, he was found dead in the house due to flu-like symptoms, um, and a red ring of blood was also found around his mouth, but again, the autopsy uh, ruled that his death was due to prior medical issues, because again, not only was he autistic, but he also had a seizure disorder similar to epilepsy, um, but he sometimes apparently would vomit up blood, and so they didn't think anything of it. Out of the ordinary. Who is this examiner? Well, you'll hear about how that got missed here in a minute. It's awful. I know. So, um, June 2013. So, fast forward to the next year. Uh, Sarah, the oldest daughter, was taken to the hospital by her mother and sister, Rachel. Um, Sarah was immediately admitted into the ICU with a brain bleed and organ failure. She was dying, literally dying. Mm. The doctors immediately suspected that she was poisoned. They're like, with what is going on and her symptoms, she was poisoned. So the doctors instantly called Springfield Police Department and they stated like, hey, we don't know what's going on, but we think she was poisoned and we will let you know what the test results state. So, um, during this time, since the police were tipped off, you know, from Mark's death from the pastor, they were, at this time, looking into Sean's death as well, even though this was the following year. And they were, um, whenever they got the call from the hospital and they saw that it was the same exact family, they're like, hold up. We are going to test those samples again from Sean's autopsy. Yes. So the testing in the hospital, the labs came back and they revealed that ethylene glycol uh, was in Sarah's blood and was in her, obviously in her body. And if, for those of you that don't know, ethylene glycol is one of the main components of antifreeze. Yep. And a very so, easy or not like it's it's a it's a quick go to if you're trying to poison someone and not get caught because you can exactly. buy it 
Walmart. So you can buy it literally anywhere, anywhere. Um, however, so the reason why this was missed and Mark and then Sean is because when somebody dies of poisoning from antifreeze, the typical, you know, autopsy labs that are drawn, it does not contain the ethylene glycol screening. That is a completely different tox screen and a completely different test. So that's yeah. why Mark and Sean were ruled as death of natural causes. And they don't look for that unless so, there's suspicion, right? Um, yeah, they don't look for it at all unless there is some sort of suspicion. And then they were cremated, so it's not like they could go back and do anything. Right. So, thankfully, you know, they had some samples from, um, you know, Sean's uh, autopsy left. Um, all right, so then uh, what's crazy is Jeff Sippy, so again, the pastor of their church, um, stated, again, you know, after this whole situation happened, and he said, quoted, I said that I believed Sean's death did not appear to be, to be of natural causes, just like Mark's, and that this would benefit from an investigation. So shortly after that, um, Detective Neil McAmis brought in uh, Diane and Rachel for questioning. So literally, poor Sarah is in the hospital. Um, and then, you know, her mom and sister are being brought into Springfield Police Department for questioning. And the investigation tapes are just absolutely crazy. Crazy. Like, I mean, absolutely crazy. <laughs> Or the, the interrogation yeah. tapes, I guess I should say. Yeah, I mean, same difference. But yeah, they are absolutely wild. And I'm going to read a little bit about, like, some of the things that she said. Um, but, you know, she admitted fully to using antifreeze. Um, she admitted to looking up, you know, Google searching, you know, how, like, the... Um, exact amount of how much to put in Gatorade or Coca-Cola um, or exactly how much to put into food, you know, to poison somebody slowly, you know, so that they would die a slow, painful death. And she admitted all of this to the detectives. Um, Detective McAnis asked Diane why she didn't bring her husband into the hospital like, you know, she did with Sarah. And Diane said, quoted, I hated his guts. I guess I had just had enough. And she said this in one of the interrogation wow. tapes. Like, you can hear her saying this with zero emotion. That's, I think, the creepiest part is just her tone in all of it. One person described oh, yeah. it as, like, someone giving you a recipe. It's It was just very cold. Very cold. There was, like, and, you know, taking it back to, like, the Aries traits, and I know you and I have kind of talked about this, but it's, like, whenever you're done, you're done. And that's yeah. kind of how she was, like, in her mind, she had her mind made up, and she was done with him. She wanted him out of her life. Same with her son. 
Yeah, so sad. Um, she did, however, this year, uh, back in January, she had an interview in 2020. I'm not sure if you watched any of that. Um, but she stated that the antifreeze didn't kill kill her husband in the interview. She stated that drugs and alcohol did, even though she already had admitted to killing her fucking husband with antifreeze. And they found it in your children, and they found the antifreeze next to the Coca-Cola bottles. Like Right, at your house. Yeah, you fucking did it. Oh, my god. She said, um, she told 2020, she said... Uh, she told 2020, she said, quoted, Marquez was some people that are very dangerous. Like, people have disappeared. I was told in jail that Mark had been green-lighted. And if you don't know what that means, he had a hit on him. I'm saying somebody probably came in and gave him something. Like, bitch, you already admitted to killing him. Also, can you imagine you're a hitman and you're like, you know how I'm going to do this job? I'm going to squirt some antifreeze into his body little bits by bits over the next couple of days instead of just fucking shooting him or something. Right, into his Coca-Cola. Like that's, yeah, that's not how hitmen work. I don't know a lot no, about that's... it, just to be clear, but that's not what they do. <laughs> but I can't imagine that's what they would do is antifreeze right. over, you know, a period of days. Idiot. Um, fucking idiot. She was then questioned, you know, why she poisoned her son. And I thought this was really sad. She said, quoted, Sean would be interfering with what I would do. He was more than a brother, more than a son, more than a pest, she said. Which I thought was so sad. Because, like, clearly, I mean, he had some special needs you know because he was autistic and it's like she was just being an evil ruthless bitch evil ruthless bitch and that that was part of the the interrogation that i watched where they were like you know excuse my dog in the background um (laughs) where they you know that it came to the part where the um interrogator was like they, they were describing their, their techniques, and they're like, this is mm-hmm. where he's going to sympathize with her to get her to talk. And he was trying to, you know, coerce her to say bad things, and it took literally no effort. He no. was like, oh, it sounds like you didn't have a great home life. And she's like, yeah, it was terrible. Like, my son was just a pain. And he's like, so, like, a pest. And she's like, oh, worse than that. And I'm like, wow, that took, like, no effort for you to just come out and just trash your entire family. Yeah, and there was zero emotion. Like, she didn't care. There was zero emotion, zero remorse. She was ready for them to be dead, and she didn't didn't care. Ugh, evil. Really evil. Evil, evil bitch. Um, so then Rachel, um, you know, second to youngest, so her favorite, the one that she clung on to, was brought in for questioning. Um, she denied any involvement in the beginning, but then the detectives, upon searching the home, you know, not only, like you said, did they find the antifreeze fucking bottle next to the (laughs) Coca-Cola, it, like, come on, 
like at least get rid of it you know what i mean all evidence but she didn't like i just truly think she did not think that she was going to get scared and was it on the last one yeah the leonardo can truly can truly um one day we'll get it one day we'll get it right but um, you said it, like, perfectly when talking about the, with Aries. Like, they are, they are messy whenever, like, whenever shit like this happens, you know, they're messy mm-hmm. and that what like, gets them caught. Like, yeah. they, they just don't think those things through. So, I Aries, say, don't be serial killers. <laughs> as an Aries, I would have known to throw away the antifreeze and Coke bottles. I would have known. I would have yeah. known. But I would hope so. Or I mean, at I least don't call me. People. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> Good plan. Um, so anyway, they find you know that, and then they also find Rachel's journal, and so dumb, dumb. Stupid. So they find. Let me I write know. it down. You know what? Let she me fucking... write it down. <laughs> Oh, my God. I know. And so they find the antifreeze. They find the Coca-Cola. And there were, like, Gatorade bottles, you know, that Sean had drank or whatnot. And then they find Rachel's fucking journal. And in her journal, she's talking about exactly what her mom has planned and how she said that she would help her mom because she didn't want her mom to do all of this alone, and she kind of agreed, but she also said that she was sad um, that her mom wanted, you know, to kill Sarah, and that she wished that her mom wouldn't hurt her sister, you know, stuff like that. And so the detectives, they brought, they literally just brought in the journal, and they were like, do you want to explain this? what is this? Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, okay, I'm guilty. I did it. I did it. I helped my mom. I did it. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, get rid of the shit. There's or don't write it down. Quote, yeah, well, that. Um, there was something really cold, kind of like in her mom's style, where she said, this isn't a direct quote, but it was like, I'm going to be sad when my dad is gone, but I'll adjust. So there was something yeah. with the word adjust, and I'm like, yes, you'll adjust. You're about to murder someone. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The one good thing that I will say, and it's not even good, but at least, you know, Rachel didn't actually put the antifreeze, like, in the Coke or in the Gatorade. Like, that was all Diane. But Mm -hmm. still, like, she never stopped her mom. She never said, Mom, no, this is wrong. She was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, my brother's annoying, so Mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah, and at that point, she was an adult. Like, yeah, there's really no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. Um, so, obviously, they were both arrested and charged with murder of Mark and Sean, as well as aggravated assault and attempted murder um, of Sarah. Um, Rachel ended up taking a plea deal in 2015 in exchange for testifying against her mother. Um, she ended up receiving two life sentences with the possibility of parole and 42 and a half years wow well have fun with that yeah you're gonna be like 65 whenever you get out of prison but whatever um 
Diane entered an Alford plea. So for those of you who don't know what that means, basically it means that the prosecutors have enough evidence to convict her um, without her even admitting her guilt. Um, so they have plenty of evidence against her, not only from the house, but from, you know, Rachel testifying against her. Um, and in 2018, she was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Wow. So this went, they, she killed them in 2012 and now this is 2018. Yeah. Well, and Sarah, that incident was in June, 2013, but yeah, five years. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sarah lived, for those of you that want to know, she lived. Um, she has permanent brain damage, and she currently and still is living in an assisted living facility. Wow. So she'll never be able to live on her own, which That's is sad. so sad. I know. It's tragic. It is tragic. She, I'm sure, has no idea what's going on, or if she does, but... You know, yeah. I... I read an interview. She does know what happened to her, um, but her memory is blocked. Obviously, she just knows from, like, the stories, right, and from mm -hmm. the people they're telling her, you know, what had happened because um, I had read a sad story that she one day tried to leave the, the assisted living, and obviously, assisted living means you're living in an apartment by yourself, but you have assistance. Like, right. there are nurses there that come and check on you. You still have a curfew type of thing. So she's allowed to, like, come and go, but she was confused one day, like, wanting to fully leave. And she was like, no, like, I want to leave. I want to be on my own. And so someone had to tell her, like, hey, you actually, like, can't. Aww. Like, if you do, you're not going to be able to make it on your own. So it's just a sad, sad deal. So crazy. I know. And she, I don't know if you already said it, but what blew my mind, too, is the daughter talked about the different ways her mom thought about doing this. And she's like, it's really weird. We had this book on poisonous plants and my mom was obsessed with this book and considered yep. cyanide, but then decided, well, she Googled it and antifreeze is easy to buy and not easy to trace. And so that's why we did that. And I'm like, yep. you guys literally just sit down and had, this is like one night at dinner, just casual conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you, like, say, hey, no, like, I'm going to report this? I know. Yeah, and, you know, there were times that I, you know, kind of like what you said, there were times where Diane would leave for work and she would task Rachel with what to look up or what to read about regarding murdering them. So yeah. that is why, you know, people are probably listening and they're like, wait, why did she get like two life sentences? Because this was 100% planned by yeah. Rachel. Like Rachel is the one who looked everything up, who said, yeah. this is what we need to do because her mom was working. And she was an honor student and like going places. Yeah, like, she could have been. Fuck. Could have been. It's <laughs> unreal she should have been like mom you're fucking crazy if you talk about this again i'm calling the police on you yeah or i'm telling dad or like, why was i don't she know scared that it was gonna happen to her to her i know another thing too which i didn't even include this but um one of the interviews and i don't know if you remember hearing this they had asked like why didn't you kill sarah like why did you bring sarah to the hospital 
And Diane said, because I didn't want my house to smell more like death. Yeah, I remember this because she was like, it's kind of gross living in a house where people have died. Yes. Like, bitch, you fucking killed them. <laughs> like, it's not like they're choosing to die. Maybe if you don't want dead people in your house, don't fucking don't kill, kill them. Don't kill them. I know. Yes, I do remember that. Just yeah. so cold. Just so yeah. cold. So cold. And then he, like, when Mark died, he had a small life insurance policy, like $20,000. So obviously, you know, she cashed out that life insurance policy and but she had killed Sean in their home, right? That same house. Yeah. And so she cashed out the $20,000 and they've got a new house. So that's another reason why she didn't want that new house smelling like death <laughs> because she was like, yeah, it's gross and the smell never goes away. Yeah. Like yeah. What the fuck? It's disgusting. Yeah. I know, but, you know, she has zero remorse. Um, she said in, you know, uh, interviews, she said so many interviews, too, by the way, but she said, quoted, um, about her daughter, Sarah. She said, I'm sorry for what she went through, but, you know, I'm sorry for what everybody goes through. I'm sorry for what I've had to go through. Um. Yeah, like, bitch, no, you're not sorry. Yeah, and that's kind of like saying, like, I'm sorry you went through the literal worst thing that could ever happen, but, like, I have bills to pay. I go through shit. No. Yeah. It's not mm -mm. the same. It's no. not the same. That's not how that works. <laughs> sorry you're brain dead for the rest of your life, but, like, I had the flu last week, so I'm sorry for all of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so, again, you know, although she confessed in recent interviews, she is still maintaining her innocence. She denies having any part of the poisoning whatsoever. And she even said that she was poisoned herself. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Whatever, I know. you stupid idiot. I know. <laughs> I know. So, uh, Rachel is currently, obviously they're not incarcerated, incarcerated at the same prison, but... Uh, she's at a women's correctional facility in uh, Vandalia, Missouri. I've never even heard of it. I have to look it up. And then Diane is in Chillicothe, Missouri. So, like, the main, you know, prison. But, yeah, they are wow. both uh, alive and um, going to be in prison probably for the rest of their lives. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so, too. Wow. Crazy story. I know. Crazy I know. Wow. It's such so a wild. good one. It is. I mean, good in that it's interesting and and we're not even really talking about like stupid people. That's what amazed no. me the whole time. Like she works as an RN. Yeah, she was a nurse. And you know, dad, whatever. I mean, it's not like he had like a smart job, but he no. he consistently had a schedule. Their, yeah. their children, or at least the daughter was obviously intelligent. So it's like, yeah. how did, I mean, I'm glad they got caught, but still I'm thinking, how did this yeah. go so badly? I know. And I, I just truly think, you know, she, even though there was so much planning between Rachel and Diane, it was just so messy. Yeah. Literally so messy. There were so many pieces, you mm -hmm. know, that they just didn't even care about. And they truly thought 
um, that they were never going to get caught. They just thought that these, you know, Sean and Mark would, you know, just die. They would cremate their bodies and there would never be um, a question. And they probably, they would have gotten away with it if Sarah, uh, you know, if they didn't try to poison Sarah. If they would have left her yeah. alone, they would have gotten away with it 100%. That and the good old pastor at the Lutheran church. Yeah, but even then, like, what would have happened, you know? Like, yeah. what would have happened? Even though he, like, turned him, or didn't turn him in, but he was like, hey, this is odd. This is weird. They, there's no way that they died of natural causes. I don't think they ever would have gotten caught if nothing ever happened to Sarah. Yeah, so, you're probably right. Wow. And... No telling where they would have stopped. What about, like, your annoying neighbor? Are you going for him next? Right. Seriously. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I was thinking about this, too. Like, obviously, like, you can use this example with friendships or relationships or whatever, but have you ever been in, like, well, I, I'm sure you have, uh, where someone's, like, telling a story about, like, their relationship, like, oh, we got into this fight and it turned bad and... You think about the root cause of it, and you're like, well, I've never had that happen in my relationship. It must be bad. Or yeah. you think, you think, well, I've gone through way worse. That doesn't seem that bad. And I was right. thinking about that with her story. And her, she could not come up with anything when the no. police are like, okay, so what went on at home? And so she had to make up stories about him being abusive and an alcoholic. Yeah. But even then, right. you could tell. You could just tell she was lying on the spot. Yeah. Like, well, you know, he's just kind of a bum. Oh, so he's he's probably not a good husband either, right? Oh, yeah, mm. abusive. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I thought he was just a bum, and now he's abusive? Like, yes. Well, we're clearly lying. Oh, she was. Like, she lied throughout every single interview. The only truth that was said was that she killed him. That was yeah. it. She instantly yeah. said that she did it. Like, there was no argument. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, such a good one. I know. Good such old a good one. Springfield, Missouri. Keep all the drama here. Y'all are crazy <laughs> over there. Y'all are crazy. We, we just got a few methies but, um, and some Bible Belt crazies, but other yeah. than that, not too mm -hmm. many murders. But I know. I know. It's all wild. right. Well. Um, how long, much longer do we have of Aries? When does that end? April? April 19th, okay, I think. 19th or 20th. So, okay, cool. yeah, we got we got a couple more uh, yeah. stories there. So. Okay. Well, thank you to our sponsor, Color Up CBD. Yep. They've got, um, they're based out of Colorado. They are, well, local to them, but a small business, um, yes. award-winning business at this point. Yes. For CBD needs, including skincare and some pet yep. products. So yep. go check them out. And uh, you can use code SINISTER20, all lowercase, and get 20% off. So You sure can. Yep, and that's colorupco.com. Dot com. That's what I was gonna say. I should have just said it with confidence. You should have just said it. Yeah, confidence is key. <laughs> and and then, then, of course, yeah. Thank you for uh, our patrons. So you keep yes. the podcast going and you keep us recording. You keep these so. lights on. Uh, it's great. No. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. See you next week. Stay sinister. Bye.